0: Welcome to Your Natural Guide Magazine's podcast channel, Natural Conversations, where we capture the essence of living naturally by sharing inspiring life stories, learn lessons, natural living wellness tips, and more. So sit back, relax, and let us be your guide to a more natural way of life. Hi there, welcome to Your Natural Guide's podcast, Natural Conversations we are here with michelle rusk who is a holistic health coach and speech pathologist and she's on a mission to improve women's health she's a mom to four children a wife an animal lover a gardener a bit of a health rebel and a lover of nature she's the founder of heaven's grove health and is also known as the mind body gut mom as she tackles and takes on issues of mom health and helping women eliminate brain fog, chronic inflammation, and hormone disturbances through gut health. After working through her own gut health issues, she knows how debilitating and quite possibly when it, this could be one of the most elusive forms of illness there is. She understands the gut from a perspective of respect, deep complexity, and as the very balance to health. As a practicing clinical speech pathologist for over 10 years, Michelle specializes in the brain as it pertains to how we communicate and understand. She teaches the impact of healthy lifestyle habits and eating, as well as how it has an effect on your entire well-being, beginning in the gut ecosystem and then connecting to your very own delicate brain. She's also the creator and author of two successful online series, the Holistic Living Interview Series, and the Rock Your Whole Health Show spotlighting tips, advice, and knowledge from top doctors and experts across the world. As a certified holistic health coach and therapist, she approaches health from a whole body perspective as she supports her clients in bridging the gap gut communication. So please welcome Michelle. Welcome Michelle. How are you today? Good. How are you Kim? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here and I'm so thankful um, that you come on our podcast and share your amazing knowledge on gut health, hormones, adrenal health, all that great stuff with us. So I'm really excited to kind of pick your brain and have you share all this great information with all our listeners. Awesome. I'm I'm very excited. Cool. All right. Um, so first, before we get into hormones and adrenal insufficiencies and all that good stuff, I wanted to ask, how did you and why did you become a, health, a holistic health coach um, and what got you interested in topics such as gut health and hormones and how they affect the brain? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a loaded question. Just tell us how you came. I mean, yeah, how are you here? How did you become like this? Um, like, I feel like this amazing health coach. And how did you like just say, well, I'm gonna link the the gut health to the brain with the speech pathology and all that good stuff? Yeah,
1: well, no, that's, I, that's, that's actually a great, it's a great question. So how I actually landed here? is from my own health and wellness journey that I went through uh, a good few years ago. And I was actually, my my health was in just steady decline. And by the time I was in my late 20s, I knew that there was something really wrong. And I had been going um, doctor to doctor, having a bunch of tests done. And my body was just, it was wacky. Like my body was just not, it was in, it was at a point where it was just breaking down and I was hyper reactive to everything. Mm. So I literally, I had everything from chronic hives, headaches, um, itchy and peeling rashes that were just showing up out of nowhere in the blue, rosacea brain fog, depression, I even had like numbness and tingling in my hands and my feet. And what Mm -hmm. I, what I, what I started to realize that was when I was stressed, all of my symptoms would get worse. Like they would get Mm -hmm. exacerbated and then I would kind of get out of my own stress response And everything would kind of calm down. And over the years, and this is not something. So I think a lot of people too think that illness is something that happens. Like it just hits you like a ton of bricks, right? Right. Most of the time, most of the time, that's actually not how it happens. Like you have symptoms that lead you to this point where your body is finally just saying, you can't handle anymore and it just starts. And then your health just really starts to deteriorate. And that's what happened to me because it was over a period of years that it started out very gradually. I would have symptoms here and symptoms there, but then over the years they started, it started to become more consistent Mm. and it started to really interfere with my everyday life um and at this point my husband and i actually we had had two kids at the time we had we had a son and a daughter and we had a miscarriage in between and i knew you know as my health as my health was really deteriorating i knew that i had to do something about it because i was not getting any answers all of my tests thank goodness were coming back okay
0: right But Mm -hmm. I
1: knew on an intuitive level that Mm -hmm. there's something really, really wrong. Like I'm sick, you know, Mm -hmm. every, everybody's telling me that I'm, that I'm okay, but I'm not okay. And it just put me into this whole tailspin of, you know, finding the root cause of Mm. what was, what was triggering my reactions. So that's really in a nutshell, what, what landed me here. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I can, I know for myself in our conversations that, yeah, I definitely feel like, um, you know, it, the more in tune you are with your body, the more that you can kind of pick up on inconsistencies and, um, symptoms that are not normal, and definitely with the stress part that you had said, like yeah, the symptoms become exacerbated a little bit more than just when you're relaxed. And it's it's weird because I've had those same um, kind of symptoms too. Like when I get super stressed out, I feel like I have like a flare up with arthritis. I can feel all my joints kind of ache, and I've never had that before. But Um, Now I'm starting to recognize that. And let me ask you this is, you know, did you, so you went through all the tests. What did they come up with? What did they say, (laughs) Michelle? So I, I was actually told I
1: had been to a neurologist. They did an MRI. My MRI came back clear because a lot of my symptoms were also consistent with MS or an autoimmune disease.
0: I was just saying, I was just thinking that like it sounds autoimmune. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, boom, you know, that's what I would say it would be.
1: Yeah. So
0: I never got a classic diagnosis.
1: Um, and, but I can honestly and firmly say that had I kept going in the direction that I was, had I not listened to my intuition Mm -hmm. and done my own homework and really studied a lot, it took Mm -hmm. a lot of time. It took a lot of my time that I put in to my health and wellness Mm -hmm. because, I didn't want to go down the road of pills. I did Mm -hmm. not want to go down the road of chronic illness. And I knew instinctively, and I also knew being a healthcare provider, because I am a speech pathologist, I work in the hospital. I work with stroke victims. I work with traumatic brain injury victims. I work with very sick people. And I see on a day to day basis that, you know, all of the and, and autoimmune diseases as well. And I see the medicines and I see the repercussions of the medicines as well. Now, that's not to say that medicines are not needed because mm-hmm. there are many instances where we need them. Absolutely. But Do I think that lifestyle changes need to be one of the first things that need to be made a commitment in people's lives? Absolutely. And that's what I committed to. Mm. I made the commitment to changing my lifestyle so much that my whole health within three months made a completely 360 degree turn. Wow. And when, and it was the allergist, because one of the last doctors that I went to was an allergist after everything came back fine and negative. And he did the tests on me and he looked at me and he said, well, you know what? You're just allergic to the world. <laughs> and, and that's exactly how <laughs> I read. That's what I read. That was my reaction. I kind of chuckled. Because Uh I looked at him and I said, well, what kind of diagnosis is that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, because if you're telling me now, and by this time I was pretty well versed because I was already knee deep in my own studies of what every, what, what the root cause could possibly be. And I looked at him and I said, I hear you. I really do. And I respect your opinion." but I'm going to try something before we go the route of allergy shots. I'm going to change my lifestyle. Wow. And he kind of looked at me and he was like, well, what, you know, what are you talking about? Like, what kind of lifestyle are you changing? And I was like, I think that this has to do with my gut health. And I said, and I think my gut is completely in disarray right now. And I said, and I'm the only one that has the power to get it back on track. And I'm going to do exactly that. And he looked at me and he said, If that works for you, I want you to call me back. So, three months down the road, I called them back and I talked to the PA and she was like, How are you doing? And all this stuff. And I was like, I'm doing fantastic. And she was like, What did you, you know, what kind of changes did you make? And I said, Well, I said, I have taken myself off of all of gluten and wheat products. I no longer drink or eat dairy products. And I said, and I have changed my mindset on a lot of things. And, and I said, and I like my whole, literally it was like a weight came off of my shoulders so it, you know, it's, it's like one of those, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are just looking for that quick fix. Either they're looking for the quick fix or they don't know where to look to get the help, you know, yeah. and, they, and they don't know where to start because for a lot of people, it's overwhelming and it's just something
0: else that you have to add to your plate, <laughs> I mean, seriously. And then a lot of people like, I mean, I don't know, maybe a lot of people do, but I feel as though a lot of people, including myself, you know, it's, uh, you know, as I learn about um, different ways to heal the body and they're not um, typical and they're not um, conventional, I should say, Mm -hmm. people don't, you know, we're so used to doing things one way and it's so hard to change. So to your point about, A lot of people want to take a pill. They want to clear it up. They want to move on with their day. But like you said, it was almost a process. I mean, it it took a minute to self-assess, to study, and to take power into your own hands to say, I'm going to fix this. I know that my intuition is telling me not to go down this conventional route, but rather what I'm putting in my body is causing all this aggravated stress. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then it's like, so we hear, you know, so much about gut health and how it's related to depression and our mental health and our brain and our just, it's like the, it is the brain of the body. Mm. We think the brain is the brain of the body, but it's really the gut that is the brain of the body. Yeah. And right where all things start diseases and dysfunctions, et cetera. Um, so I definitely want to get your input on once you change. Yeah. Once you change from going to change, getting gluten out of your diet. And again, we didn't even, when I was a kid, I didn't know anything about gluten, you know? (laughs) No.
1: And, but, and we have, we have really, we, we have really gone so full circle with this as well, because I mean, I ate it. That's what we grew up on as kids. Right.
0: But thinking,
1: but thinking back, interestingly enough, I always had belly aches as kids as a kid.
0: Yeah. And, and
1: so for me, like when I look back at that and I always had a nervous stomach and they actually used to call me a worry ward. Uh, Yeah. Because, because I would I was the one in the family, like I would get worried over the smallest things. And so when I look back at that, I'm like, gosh, this really actually probably started back when I was a kid.
0: So in, in your life and in, in your, um, journey, um, you, do you believe that all that stress and all that anxiety and all of that worry came from the gut? and it not being healthy
1: yeah I think that was a definite component of it absolutely wow
0: yeah I mean that's just that's huge I mean because I have those symptoms mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think a lot of people do I mean we live in such a you know stress stressful world now but you know that's so interesting that you said that because not a lot of people correlate the two no and I and, and... think I'm going to clear up my stomach and that'll clear up my anxiety
1: so and and here's the thing too and a lot of it goes back to hormones. Okay, yeah. What a, Tell me about that. What a yeah. lot of people don't what a lot of people don't recognize, they don't put two and two together is that your gut makes a lot of your hormones, not just your brain. So your gut in essence is creating your dopamine and your serotonin. -hmm. Those are our happy chemicals. Those are our motivational chemicals. So, if you are not producing the right amount of hormones, you're going to have those kind of disturbances. You're going to have the disturbance of anxiety, or you're going to have the disturbance of depression. So, um, or, or even like PMS, you know, we women, oh my gosh, every single month, it's like the cyclical thing, right. That we have to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, and right before your period, about a a week before your period, we go through those signs and those symptoms of feeling that pet PMS coming on and it manifests itself physically and Mm -hmm. emotionally that's all tied to the hormonal shifts and changes that are occurring within your body within your endocrine system which is your sex hormone system and then with also in your gut and your gut brain axis so that's why i mean it's we are just wholly connected and that's why um you know anytime that I work with a client, or even when I'm getting through a health hurdle or health issue, I I go beyond thinking, this is the symptom. How do I treat the symptom? I think of it from a perspective of what is happening inside of me that's causing this.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. So so let me ask you this. Um, Do you take... (laughs) This is so simple, but, um, (laughs) do you take a probiotic? And I say that because it, you know, that seems to be like the answer to the gut problem. It's like, take a probiotic, right? Is that, is that too simplistic? I mean, would that help in, what do you think, Michelle? So I
1: think it helps, but I do (laughs) think that it's way too simplistic because here, because here's the thing if your gut is already in dysbiosis is, is is if your gut is in is is already in disarray and it's already not working right and you take that probiotic and that probiotic goes down into a gut that's not willing to receive that good bacteria because it doesn't know what to do with it mm. already it's already not working it might absorb some of it But a lot of the times the gut issues that we experience are malabsorption issues. So it's, it's not, it's not going to do you any good if you're not nourishing your gut at the same time that you're taking the probiotic. Got it. Okay. So that brings me to my point of lots and lots of whole foods. Mm. our bodies are meant the 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 bacteria loves the cruciferous vegetables the broccoli's the kale's the greens the the bitter greens to really thrive and to help your gut actually accept those probio that probiotic and not all probiotics are created equal
0: i know that's yeah. the- like a multivitamins. Like you go again. I have a problem with the grocery store system in our country because you <laughs> go in there and you become so overwhelmed. I go in there and have a panic attack straight out.
1: Oh straight my gosh! There's so
0: many choices. Yeah. And sometimes there's too many choices, and you don't know what's better, what's good, what's this. And I, I mean, you know, I, I, I like to study on what I'm putting in my body. Doesn't mean I put everything great in my body, but I, I kind of know what to pick and choose. And I'm still baffled. Like Mm -hmm. I'll go to the vitamin aisle and I'm like, I don't know what to choose. And then in addition, on top of the grocery store and the 41 flavors, you have the direct sales companies that are also, you know, selling probiotics on, on the market. And I don't even know if that's real. So yeah, how do you distinguish what's a good probiotic and what's not?
1: So that is... I can't answer that directly because to be quite honest and fair, I honestly don't know the answer to that because you are correct when you say that there are an overwhelming amount of choices out there. But I will tell you this. I don't buy mine from the store. (laughs) I actually get my probiotic. It's called Megasporebiotic. And you can, and you can only order it, you can only order it online. Okay. Okay. Um, It's, it is, it's an excellent, excellent probiotic. It's actually, it's, it's one, one of the top of the line. So if you are looking for, um, for a probiotic, it's, that's one of the best ones
0: out there. Okay. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Because I, yes, I'm in the market now for a probiotic. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll definitely check them out um, just for me. But, yeah, tell us a little bit more about, um, if you will, I mean, how, you know, how does gut health and hormones, you know, how does that affect the adrenal system and adrenal insufficiency, insufficiency or sufficiency? Like, yeah, how does that all play in <clears throat> to that Part of the body too. Yeah. So absolutely. <clears throat>
1: As I clear my throat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure.
1: Um, so I, you know, I get the question a lot, like what exactly is adrenal fatigue? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yes. a lot of times, uh, a lot of times that is a diagnosis that a lot of people are being given these days. You have chronic fatigue, you have adrenal fatigue, adrenal insufficiency, whatever they want to call it, right? So the first thing that I always say is it's simply simply terminology. And this is because the fatigue that it's referring to goes very deep into our hormone health and our gut health. So adrenal fatigue is like this blanket term that's really referring to your body's just overall stress response and hormones that are out of sync.
0: Okay. 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 So Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, please. No. So I was like, what I was going to
1: say is that like, Justin is an example because examples I relate always well to examples. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we've, we've all heard about the fight or flight response, right? Yes. This is that trigger that sets your body up to react to get ready to go. And the fact of the matter is we actually wouldn't be here as a species if it wasn't for our adrenals. Because that trigger of the cortisol triggers the stress response that told our ancestors, "Hey, you need to fight and I, you know, and kill that animal to survive, to provide shelter, to provide warmth, clothes, whatever it was." Or to run because they knew that okay we're not going to win this so we need to get out of here so the adrenals are really important because they give us that cortisol and cortisol gets such a bad rap it it really really does and um, this is actually it's it's actually a great topic to talk about because. A lot of people, you know, they do kind of talk down on cortisol, but cortisol is really important to your adrenals and to your body. It's such an important hormone because this is what allows you to get your burst of energy in the morning, rise up, wake up, have energy throughout the day, and then Get tired in the evening and go to sleep and stay to and and actually stay asleep. So mm-hmm. if you're having trouble with you know sleeping or a sleep cycle, that is one of the things that you absolutely want to look at and to investigate what is going on with you know what is possibly going on with my my cortisol hormone, and um, so it's, it's just adrenal fatigue. Like I said, it really is just that blanket. It's a blanket statement because it goes much, much deep, deeper into our hormone health and our gut health than we even think of.
0: Wow. So yeah, I I think uh, to your point, cortisol does get a bad (laughs) rap because it's like, my thought is not knowing anything, but just having a brief, um, kind of like research background on hormones and all of that is that I always keep seeing like cortisone makes you fat. (laughs) It's the hormone that makes you fat, you know, and I'm like, Oh shoot, I got to lower my cortisone levels by exercising and less stress and then I'll be healthier and et cetera. So thank you for pointing that out. Well,
1: and, and here, if I may interject for just a second, because when
0: you're talking about
1: that cortisone makes you fat, that is very it's very interesting because your body, okay, so I'm just going to throw this out there and it's going to, yeah. it's going to raise eyebrows and people, people are going to be like, what did she just say? Cause there's a major debate on this anyway, but it is true. If you look at the studies, so cholesterol makes our hormones, if you are not producing the right amount of cholesterol in your body, your hormones are going to be out of whack. And what happens is, is when your cholesterol makes your cortisol, you have a period, your body goes into that cycle. It takes what it needs and then it converts that cortisol to cortisone. And what that is, is it's breaking it down and getting it out of your system. So it's using what it needs and it's detoxifying the rest. And the way that your body detoxifies your cortisone is through your liver and your kidneys. All of our hormones actually do this. They have different detoxification pathways that they they detoxify by. Cortisol does it through your liver and your kidneys. So it's really essential to have well-functioning liver and kidneys. So that is also something to look at that pathway of detoxification and to think about if you are holding on to excess weight and if, if your adrenals are um, a little bit overextended, it could also be in the breakdown. Are you clearing it out of your body as you should? How's, yeah. you know, how, how, how healthy is your liver? So I just wanted, wow. yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize
0: that, you know? Yeah. I mean, how do you clear that other, I mean, do you just drink water? I mean, you know, I don't say, I, I don't, I'm not saying that as a joke, but. No, you know, it's not. Yeah. But, what do you do how do you clear how do you yeah
1: clear it out so i love one of the things that you can definitely do for for liver health is bitter greens
0: okay okay so you're all about real i mean like i'm i'm not going to simplify your message at all but you know you're definitely keen on you got to eat right oh yeah for your body to be right yeah that is I mean but that's like yeah yeah eat a lot of greens a
1: a lot of greens dandelion root tea is also really really good for um for your liver as well Mm -hmm. so um the roasted dandelion root tea tea uh from what is it from traditional medicinals I think is the one that I have Uh Uh Really, really good roasted dandelion root tea. Um, I know some people have that instead of like a cup of coffee in the morning. So, uh-huh. you know, or you throw it in, you know, throw it in throughout the day. But yes, uh-huh. to your point, uh-huh. I am very, and that was one thing that I learned that was, that was honestly, that was part of my commitment to myself because. You have two paths that you can choose, right? Like you can choose the path to do the shortcut to either take the medicines or if you're going to go gluten-free, a lot of people make the bad choice when they decide, oh, I'm going to go gluten-free and I'm going to go dairy-free, but they're eating all of the other processed gluten-free and dairy-free foods out there. Mm. And it is completely detrimental to your health. Yes. So, yes. so when I decided that I was going to overall overhaul my health, I said to myself, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this the right way. And that same summer, my husband and I, we learned, we taught ourselves how to garden and we started our own compost um right now in my backyard i wish i could show it to you i have just an abundance of a variety of different lettuces and greens because one of my one of my biggest things that i that i educate on that i talk to people about is eat with the seasons eat and sleep with the seasons mm. it is essential yeah. Farmers are a great example of that. And because they're also a great example of how your cortisol should work because they rise in the early morning at the crack of dawn, sunlight is very important for hormone production. So for instance, like if your cortisol is a little bit lower in the morning, you want sunshine in the morning. You need to have sunshine on your face, on your eyes. So like farmers, they're just the perfect example. And as the day goes on, they work, they have their energy throughout the day. And then in the evening, as the sun starts to go down, they close up shop, they go home, they rest and they go to bed. So it's just, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you eat with the seasons, what's happening, you're putting those essential microbes from the dirt yes from the dirt from the earth into your gut which we are not doing enough of these days
0: wow i was i i follow a guy on instagram um and he's like a vegan and he just juices like he's just a juice nut yeah it's like green juices but it shows like his journey of how he lost all this weight and is like in perfect health because he does this and his mom you know, was, she had a lot, a lot of chronic illness and he got her to do, um, this special type of diet as well. But one of the things that he advocates, what you just said was he's big into celery juice and, you know, that's kind of a new, you know, it's kind of just a topic that keeps coming up too with, um, the medical medium and his book. But he said, I don't wash my celery before I juice it because the dirt, yep is so important to our health as well. Yes. And I was like, Ew, no, gosh, are you serious? Like every time I just can't do, it. I can't do it. But for t- to hear you now say that too, um, you know, it's just like kind of an aha. Like the way you put it, Michelle was just like, Oh yeah, I kind of get it. Yeah. 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 So thank you for sharing that. I think that's important. So why do we need the dirt and those what was it microbes or what, yep. what do you call it? So what do we need? Absolutely. The reason
1: why we need that is if you think of the way the body is built, we are literally we are one big bacteria. Okay. We are one big bacteria. We have bacteria that lives on the microbiome of our skin. We have um, viruses. We have fungi. We have all of that, that lives on us and in us. And there is, there is a homeostasis, which is a balance of our body. It's like this beautiful balance that is that when it's in sync, it's, it's like everything in your body is aligned when it goes out of sync, because, because of maybe, maybe toxins, maybe your skincare products are full of toxins. Maybe what you're eating, maybe you're eating too many processed foods. You're not eating enough greens. You're not drinking, you know, enough water, those kinds of things. Um, Your body gets bogged down and it can, it can get rid of a lot of these toxins and these hurtful chemicals. But after so many years of doing it over and over and over again to ourselves, we have gotten to a point now where we are walking around very, very toxic.
0: Wow. Oh yeah,
1: no doubt. Yeah. And, um, so by eating straight from the earth, I saw a video the other day that I absolutely loved of, um, oh gosh. And now I can't remember. I can't remember her name. Um, Uh, She's she's a big doctor. She had MS and she she no longer has MS. And she has she's doing really, really big things in the field in pioneering new ways to treat multiple sclerosis. But she had a video the other day where she was bending down in her garden and she just ate the arugula like right like. Like an animal, but she, but her whole point was, don't wash it, don't worry about it, just eat it. Wow! And I just, and I just loved it because I was like, yes, you know, like Doctor Walls—that's who it is. I had, okay. to, I had to think about it for a minute because I was like, what? I cannot believe I can't remember her name, but um, yes, she, and and that was the whole premise because you're you, the Earth also has microbes and it has the, the back, the good bacteria. So you want a probiotic? Yeah. That's what you're getting. There you go. That's what you're getting. So that's, that's the connection. So by eating seasonally and by not necessarily washing your vegetables, you're getting all of that good bacteria from the earth. Now you do want to make sure that you know the source because unfortunately there's been a lot of damage to the soil. That's one of the main reasons why we use hundred percent compost in our garden, because I do like to go out there and pull leaves off. Like when I'm working out there and I just, and I do, I mean, I just might brush it off on my pants and then I eat it straight and I encourage my kids to do that too. Mm -hmm. And so I'm teaching them the difference. Like you don't go up to a tree and do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't get those red berries, kids. <laughs> but in our
1: garden, it's safe because everything that mommy grows here is, you know, you can actually eat it. Yeah. But um, so but but that's the whole thing. Like, you know, eat seasonally because you are putting that good bacteria right into your gut. And yet again, that is going to really help your hormones because your body just knows your body knows. Like, I think a lot of people think
0: the body is stupid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, and
0: Or that when I'm learning and duh, you know, I mean, duh, like, I don't know why we don't think about this, but, or even uh, why we don't know this, why we're not taught this is that the body can heal itself. Yes. Yep you don't need the pharmaceutical drug mm. in some instances. Like, you know, I'm not saying don't take, no. or you know, you got to do what's right for you. But in a lot of, I, you know, for me and my beliefs, I believe that the body can prevent and heal itself period. As, I, like given the right conditions.
1: Yes. I, I mean, I am walking and living proof of that, which is, why I am so passionate which is why I am on this mission to help other women achieve that as well because I've been there like yeah. I was I was told well you're obviously sick but we don't know what's wrong with you or yeah. you're you're allergic to the world and let's just give you a bunch of allergy shots and I was like no
0: yeah you know yeah.
1: No, no way like I'm gonna I'm going to figure out what is happening with me and a lot of that came from intuition a lot of that came from i'm already a very very spiritual person yes okay and um what i the coolest thing about what i discovered about myself along this transition because it's never just about one thing it's never just about oh i'm just going to get my physical health I'm just gonna lose weight. Mm. I'm just going to um feel better every single day. On a much deeper level, you connect with yourself like I learned that I was an empath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And through that empathic intuition, and it it has just exploded, like it has just grown in me since then. And in it it also you don't just wake up part of you, you wake up all of you. And wow. and that's when you know that you are healing all of you.
0: I'm just gonna sit there and just take that in for a minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was beautifully said. I mean, like I'm gonna get emotional. Like that was beautifully said. Oh. That was yeah. so good, Michelle. That is so good. It's not just about, you know, the gut and the symptoms that's healing all of you. I was talking to yesterday um, a naturopath um, doctor. She doesn't like to be called that, but I'll just call her that. Yeah. And she had said to me, I don't treat symptoms. She goes, what we're trying to achieve is we're trying to heal the soul. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, oh, shit. What did you just. I mean, that hit me like an arrow through the heart because it was. she was like, Kim, every symptom you have is just so that you can get closer to treating the soul, which is the, the end game. You know what I mean? That's what we've got to clear up. That's what we've got to. That's the start. That's the root. That's the, you know, and I just said, wow, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. How beautifully said. Same thing that you said. Yeah. I mean, as an empath. Em- How do you say? Em- an empath an empath yes yeah. thank you um you know i can i totally understand that and i think for me that's and this is real quick i'm going to ask you this but then i want to get on to the dutch test yeah um do you you know for me being intuitive and feeling vibrations and emotions and things like that very heavily um You know, one of the things for me, for my journey is I definitely see myself as becoming a vegan soon, if not today or tomorrow. And I don't know why I put it off, but you know, I'm just, my brain just thinks I need meat and all that good stuff. Um, But because I don't want to be responsible for another um, sorrow or pain or killing for me, that's why I, I want to choose veganism as opposed to any other diet. Does meat or animal products have an effect on the adrenal system or hormones or no, can you eat meat and it'll be
1: fine? Yes. And, and here, and here is. So I think everyone has a right to make their choices. And I think as long as it is, as long as you feel that it is the right choice for you to make for me, I tried to be vegan. Mm hmm. And I got very sick Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for me and my thought behind that is meat well sourced Mm -hmm. meat. And I mean, knowing where your meat's coming from, knowing the source, if it makes you even more comfortable, I mean, knowing how they i can put it in terms of sacrifice you know yes. sacrifice the animal yep um it is extraordinarily important yeah because you want to make sure that you're getting quality mm-hmm. um because it does impact your hormones so we're going to go into the dutch test in a minute but yeah. like in the dutch test it looks at b12 uh-huh. Your B vitamins, your B vitamins, you get them from eating meat. Can you get them from a supplement? Yes. Is it necessarily the best form to get them? No, because your body doesn't always recognize that. Your Think about our ancestors. So I guess you could say I eat very ancestrally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am very avid into um, growing my own vegetables, eating a lot of whole foods, but I also incorporate meat because I do feel that it is an essential part to creating number one, the right cholesterol that we need, which is going to directly impact your hormone production which is going to directly impact your B vitamins.
0: Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's 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 a good way of explaining it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely clean and you know organic or just humanely raised and know where it comes from. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent agree, hundred percent. And for me, even I do a little blessing. No, I got like a but you know,
1: that's, that's not, that isn't, that's not even woo woo at all. I mean, yeah. a, we, we do that. We say a blessing over the meals and yeah. I, and I do like a lot of times I say thank you to the animal what? for, for their sacrifice. I mean, because that's what in the Bible, that's what it was all the way back in, you know, the times of the Bible. And we have gotten so far away from that. We have just become so displaced of, how we are connected to everything. And that's, I mean, that's really when you're on a journey of health and wellness, that's what it is. It's, and that's why I said earlier, it's not just about, I want to lose weight. It's not just about, I want to sleep better. You're going to, you're going to get there. You're going to do all of that. And you're going to do more Mm. because you are suddenly going to recognize, wow, I am connected to this big, beautiful universe in a way that I
0: never even knew. Wow. Yes. Yes. I love that. Oh gosh. That is so good. <laughs> wow. All right. So, um, let me ask you this cause I'm dying to know, tell us a little bit about the Dutch test. Now this was new to me until I met you and I yeah. just, that it's like revolutionary. So tell me a little bit about what it does and why we need it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. So the Dutch hormone test, it's a gold standard for hormone hormone testing. And it measures both hormones and your metabolites and your metabolites are basically remember earlier when we were talking about the cortisol versus the cortisone and yes. that the cortisone is just how your body is using that cortisol, breaking it down and getting it out of the system that that's what your metabolites are, how it's using and getting those clearing those hormones. And you do so it's from a dried urine sample that you do right from your own home. So it's, it's really nice. You do it in the comfort of your own home. And it's a complete breakdown of estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, cortisol, DHEA. Um, it also gives you your organic acids. So what, like what I was just talking about before, it, talk, it tells you your B6. Uh, women, B6 is a really critical organic acid for us. Because when we are going through PMS for our hormones, it's super important. A lot of times, if you have really bad PMSs, your B six is off.
0: Okay. Um,
1: PCOS is another thing as well, which my gosh, we are seeing more and more diagnoses of PCOS these days than I have ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, I keep, I keep hearing about that. I keep, oh yeah, keep, I keep seeing that. Yeah. Yes. Um. And uh, then B12, it looks at glutathione um, and it, it's just a really fantastic marker for okay. where your hormones are and if they're in range, if they're out of range or what's in range, what's out of range. And what I love about it is it gives us the quantitative data of really looking at, okay, So this is what your body physically is, is doing right now. What are the steps that we need to, to do, to put into a plan of action now to self-correct this to start correcting this course? Yes. Yes.
0: So Michelle, what, so after you get the results back, what do you do then?
1: Uh, So I have a women's Dutch hormone package. So what happens is, is we will sit down, we'll do our first session where I go over a complete health history like, and then you will do the Dutch hormone test from your house, send it back to the lab because they will ship it directly to you, send it back to the lab. And then when your results come back, it's really nice because they email you your results. Okay. So you get your, your results sent directly to your email. And if you're working with me, then you forward those results to me and we have an interpretation session. So we talk about what everything means. Okay. And, um, and then we have a follow-up session for a recommendation session and we really go full force into a plan of action has a lot to do with lifestyle and making that commitment to really figure out the best plan of action of what, what your body
0: is telling us and where we're going to go from there. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I think that this test is important. One, because I, uh, you know, I have been to the doctor, I mm-hmm. have hormone issues as I'm approaching 40 mm-hmm. and I've gone to the doctor and they have refused and been very reluctant to to test my hormones. I mean, they've tested my thyroid, but that was it. They're like, let's do a complete blood count. Oh, you're fine. You know, you need antidepressants um, or you need a birth control pill to kind of, you know, kind of get your hormones in check. And I'm like, oh, no. I am not putting hormones in my body to conquer more hormones. I mean, I understand sometimes you need to you kind of level everything at, you can't just give me estrogen pill or sugar pill or whatever you're going to give me, and not even test to see where my baseline is is at. Yeah, and that is and that is that's
1: crazy. Yep. And that is such a good point because I think like I I did my own Dutch test because I wanted a baseline. That's, that's yes. exactly why I did it because I'm 37 and I'm like okay so where we are done having kids like my husband and I we have we've had 4 kids and I'm like I am now approaching the age where perimenopause can begin yes and I would like That's I would like cute. to have a baseline of where my hormones are, what my hormones look like, and what there's, what they're doing, because over the years, I know, like probably in another two or three years, I'll be taking another Dutch test, because I'm gonna need to, because my hormones at some point in time, I'm gonna start going through perimenopause. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, I'm, there. I'm there right now. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, I self, I self-diagnose myself. I am. Do there. you I know mean,
1: how it. many women okay. do that though? Because that's and. I'm, no I was just gonna say yeah I mean that is such a common like I'm just gonna self-diagnose myself because I'm not getting Mm -hmm. the answers and nobody wants to help me how how disempowering and for me that's so frustrating because I'm like no like the Dutch test which is the other reason why I really love the Dutch test is because rather than being disempowered like you get and I, and I understand like one thing that I tell my cl- clients is I know it's a little nervous. Like I was a little nervous when I got my results back. I was like, Oh my God, what's it going to say? <laughs> yeah. But yes, but I would rather know like, cause here's the thing. Like I would rather know what kind of estrogen I'm making because am I making the good type of estrogen or yeah. am I making yeah. the bad type of estrogen when at 60 years old, I'm going to have a really high risk
0: of estrogen dominant cancer girl. Yes. I, yes. I am in a bunco group where I would say there's 10 ladies, four of them, five of them have had cancer. Yes. Three of them are estrogen induced cancers Mm. of the core. And I said, and you know, breast cancer runs in my family. And you know what
1: that means? That means that they
0: have more
1: of the bad estrogen likely and they're not clearing, they're not methylating their estrogen as they should. This, mm. So this is such a good point as to probably one of the most important reasons why to do a Dutch test.
0: Yes, yes, I agree 100%. And, you know, I have a I made a gynecology appointment again just for, I guess, shits and giggles because I really don't see the point in it. But I I'm going to go and I'm going to ask one more time. And I know what they're just, just for fun, just, you know, <laughs> of course, I'm going to take, I have not taken the Dutch test, but I am going to take the Dutch test with you. But, um, I just, I just want them to tell me one more time, you need to take an antidepressant. Ugh. I, just, I just, just, tell me that one more time so that I can go crazy in that office. And I am going to rip you a new have one they... because I feel to your point, it is such a dis, it, it does not empower women. No. At all. Like, you're telling us lies. Like, stop it. And here's, yeah, and, us and here's. And don't hurt
1: us. okay, so no, I love this. Because here's the other point to that. Because if you have anxiety and if you have depression, guess what that also means? There are new studies that are coming out that shows your B6 is directly part of that. And, and the Dutch test shows that. So for me, I'm like, okay, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy just like it does you because yes, it is very disempowering when you walk into the office and all they want to do is hand you an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety pill.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, every doctor I've had, that's, that's their solution, which I guess is normal. I guess you know, but they don't care. I um, don't care. They're just like, here. It's the low dose, so you should be okay. So the saddest
1: part, the saddest part about it is, <clears throat> and I never bash doctors because we absolutely need them, right? Like we we need them, sure, but, absolutely. and we need their expertise. But the problem is, is they have not been trained. Yes, they, they just, yeah, they they just they have yeah. not been trained. They they yeah. have. They have no idea. Yeah. So and and what I love is that there are there are these, you know, there are these doctors out there that are putting all of their time and all of their energy into these studies in, you know, into the gut, into the gut health, into hormone health to really Mm -hmm. understand, you know, what exactly is happening on a deeper level of the body so that we can stop telling people you're crazy. Here's an antidepressant and, and, and an anti-anxiety when nine times out of 10, it doesn't help people anyway, because you're not helping the person. Like you're not (laughs) helping the root cause.
0: (laughs) Mm -mm. Not at all. It's like the Band-Aid. And and that's fine. To your point, they're trained and they're great at what they do. Don't get me wrong. Yes, absolutely. Like if I needed someone to fix my broken bone or take a, do surgery, you know, right. yes. I love <clears throat> a trained professional. Absolutely. Right. Uh, but I would also like when I go to the gynecologist and I say, I want my hormones tested, that they go ahead and say, yes, of course, we'll do that for you, Miss Hudson. I know. I mean, you know, I'm not asking you, you know, I'm not. There is a, but you,
1: and the other thing too, is that the blood tests, a lot of times they're inaccurate. (sighs) That's scary. Well, (laughs) but, but (laughs) it, it, and, and unfortunately, unfortunately what I, the, what I learned in my own process is okay. So everything's coming back normal now and you see it all the time. Unfortunately, it's like when somebody goes, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Oh, you have stage four cancer. Yes, because it doesn't show because the blood, they're just not at a point with the technology Mm -hmm. yet where Mm -hmm. they can see it early Mm. and, 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 and and it's, it's very, very unfortunate and technology wise, I do believe that they are working on, you know, ways that they can really um, start to really make more diagnoses at an earlier phase of whatever it is that's going on but that brings me to my point of listen to your body yeah. like listen to it if you're experiencing symptoms if you know that there's something wrong listen to your body and then make the commitment because if you don't make the commitment for yourself there's no progress. you're just you're yeah. just not you're gonna be stuck in that in that same cycle of no change, no progress. and I mean, it's it's scary, But one mm-hmm. of the things that I have learned along the way is being uncomfortable is actually healthy. Mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. you have to make yourself uncomfortable sometimes. You have to put yourself into into new situations where you do feel a little bit uncomfortable, like, you know, walking into a doctor's office with, you know, maybe with some fuel, like with some data and right. being, and being yeah. like, so here is a test that I did. What do you think of this? Now they might give you a blank stare and they might be like, well, I don't know. I've never seen this before. Or, oh, well, that's just hogwash. Or they might be like, well, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's just kind of thing, stepping into that, stepping into that power of my
0: thing is, is no one knows your body better than yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I think that that's why we can kind of, I don't want to say self-diagnose because a lot of us may think we have like, munching disease or or something you know or paramedic in my in my um world but you know it's good to be in tune it's good to know the research but you know definitely ask questions and be in control of your own life and your own um your body yes for sure um so if people want to learn more about the dutch test or how to order it i mean like do we should they contact you, Michelle? How does that work? Yeah,
1: they can they can contact me directly. Um, they can either schedule an a free appointment with me on my website at mindbodygutmom.com or they can email me directly. Um, uh, my email is heavensgrove at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. And you're on social too,
1: right? I am. Yep. (laughs) I am. And I also have an email list too. And I'm constantly, um, I love to like send out emails and actually right now I just emailed my list because I'm, I'm doing a mother's day special for the Dutch test. So it's, it's a 50% off of my women's Dutch
0: hormone package. Okay. Say that one more time, Michelle, cause we broke up a little bit, but say that one more time. Oh,
1: I was just saying that, um, I'm actually doing a, um, a, a package right now for in celebration of mother's day where okay. it's, it's 50% off
0: of my Dutch hormone package. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, we need that. A lot of ladies could certainly use your services, your insight, your knowledge and your guidance Um, for better health and um, just a better lifestyle. So I want to thank you uh, from the bottom of my gut. (laughs) No, but thank you so much for talking with us today and for sharing all your wisdom and this awesome information. Um, You know, it's, it's so important and it's crucial. And there's a lot of ladies out there who are suffering and they don't know where to go. And hopefully this podcast and your services will help them. So yeah, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will have you back on. There's no doubt. Ah. Like we're only scratching the surface. Yes. I definitely, um, a lot more questions for you and you know, we'll see where it takes us. Well, thank you for having me. I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Yes. Anytime. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening to, um, natural conversations, a podcast for your natural guide magazine. You can follow us on uh, social at Your Natural Guide, and you can pick up our magazines around the Hampton Roads area. So you guys have a great day, and thanks again, Michelle. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.